Greetings, everybody, and welcome to Professional Foul, a rugby league podcast. I have Keithy, the dog, Dog Zarkas, with me. How are you going, mate? I'm good. It's the winter equinox, the shortest day of the year. Isn't that solstice? Solstice, winter solstice? Yeah, winter solstice, same, yeah, same thing. Uh, Fucking, I think I've got a bit of, um, what do they call it, seasonal disorder. Yeah? Why? <laughs> I just, I don't know, the older I get, the, the less I can handle winter. I just want it to be over with, but then footy will be over with. <laughs> You're, you look like a skinny, one of those skinny old men <laughs> that you see coming out of the RSL club. That's, it, That's what you look like, except not as healthy. I've got the um, the accelerated aging issue that the Tigers coach has got. <laughs> we're talking about how, how much has he aged? It's unbelievable. I See I how he, I don't think he had a grey hair when he um, was coaching you guys when he took you to the premiership. That was no, 2015. He was happy. He was happy back then. There was no stress back then. <laughs> Is that what it, was it? 2015? 2014. 14. Wow. So that's seven years. In seven years, he's, he's aged, aged 30 years. 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Unbelievable. This week's games, or last week's games, I should say. Um, Thursday night, Broncos 0, the mighty South Sydney Rabbitohs 46. Man, Souths are flying. I, I watched by, um, by accident the Channel 9 coverage before it started, and they had this graph, and I go, oh, what's this fucking graph here? And it's actually showing Johnson... He's on the same trajectory as Ken Irvine. If he continues in the same sort of try-scoring feats that he's doing over the year, that by early to mid-30s, he'll be the same as Ken Irvine or actually exceed him and be the highest try-scorer of all time. That's amazing. I love that kid. I love that kid. He's talented. He's a clean skin. He's not a show-off. He um, just does his job and that's it. You know? yeah. or maybe he's, he's unreal. I love him. He's on the end of that awesome backline too. So, he, what he, is he only mid twenties? He's pretty young, isn't he? I think he's twenty four. Wow. Maybe. So he started well, young. Uh, so yeah, I think he might be twenty five. Yeah, twenty yeah, five maybe. <laughs> yeah, but he's mate. The way he's gone, he could he could match it with the uh, the great Ken Irvine. No one can catch him. Anyway, we were we were in second gear. Um, I think it's more of a testament of how bad the Broncos are than how good we are. You know, we we did the we did what's expected of a top four team to the team that's coming last and that'll probably get the wooden spoon. You know, yeah. so there's you know it, it was another blowout. For I loved it, I loved it because I'm a South fan. But for people who aren't a fan of either team, it's, it was probably boring. You know, just another massive Toyota Cup blowout. That's it. Maybe your that left hand side. It's like an army squadron. It's like a, it's like a military air show, man. The precision of these guys—they're just in all different directions, going everywhere, and they just seem to score at will. 
That's pretty impressive. But again, the defence was atrocious. Yeah, look, we are a one-trick pony, and that's that left edge. And if you can shut down that left edge, you've got us, you know. (laughs) And and that's Penrith. Penrith shut down that left edge. Uh, Storm shut down that left edge. No one else has been able to do it. But your your right edge actually scored a couple of tries in this game. But again, when yeah, it's such yeah, a blow, that's because of the Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I mean, Jaden Sewer scored a try by towing the ball through. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was a bit worried. I saw Hodge. You know, he's been released, saying you can go and find a club lodge. somewhere else. Yeah, lodge. Sorry, yeah. with um him and Penguai Junior, and he's got the Parramatta coloured mouth guard on. Maybe it's like a subtle message for Para. I'm available. Well, para get people from jail, don't they? You guys yeah, have had how many guys have you had from jail? I can't uh, even count. Uh, we've had a few. <laughs> we've had a few weeks from Silverwater, straight from Silverwater under the paddocks. From, yep, and the reverse also from the club to Silverwater. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was a bit worried about that. Um, did you see there was in one of the many tries that you scored, there was a vision of a little kid in a Parramatta jumper celebrating. I was upset. I wanted to slap the kid. They go, what are, you, what are you doing, son? You're a Parramatta fan and you're celebrating South, scoring a try. I, I did see, I didn't see that, but I did see um, when Johnson did that dive, I, I did see uh, Broncos fans clapping. <laughs> yeah, I saw Bron- you know, I have never ever clapped for the opposition no matter how good the try is. Never. You know, have you ever though, and I've I've done this, when your team's going that bad that you're you're praying that you get smashed because then your coach is closer to getting sacked. Yeah. So maybe they're maybe they're clapping for that reason alone, you know? Yeah, Let in the Lang- Langmac days, man. That's all we did. <laughs> In the Langmac days, all we were doing was get smashed this week, get smashed this week. Yeah, Coleman, Tugger Coleman. What about with Tugger? You like Tugger? No, Tugger was good, man. Tugger was good. Like towards the end, he had us in the top eight until uh, Tricky Trindle got rubbed out on a bullshit call for six weeks. And, you know, then then it was all fucked. Tugger was all right. He just didn't get a chance. What was his famous coaching line? If you if you pull the cat's tail, you get the whole cat. Yeah, <laughs> that was his whole, that was his whole premise of his coaching career, wasn't it? Yeah, uh, people heap shit on Tugger, but Tugger was all right. We had yeah. many many a worse coach than Tugger, believe me. Well, all right, Friday Kevy. night. Well, I was gonna I was gonna say about Kevy, you know, like you can we were saying it the other day. He used to be the jovial, happy guy, and he um it's reported he said to his mate Gordon Tallis. He goes, there's no other job I would rather do. It, it beats digging ditches in Ipswich. And I'm thinking, man, any job on earth is better than doing that. <laughs> if you really loved his yeah. job, he'd be saying, oh, it's better than being a sports illustrator photographer or something. So yeah, I think yeah, we're yeah. starting to see some chinks in the armour there. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about the Broncos later on. A lot of shit's gone down with them. Friday night, Cowboys 24, Sharks 26. Oh, man, did you see Peyton's face afterwards? <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I don't know why I, I'm so scared of Peyton. I, th- he remi- I, I think he reminds me of some a villain. horror it movie. Looks, yeah, it looks, like a, it looks like a villain. 
Yeah, that's right. He looks like a villain, but he's, he's it's just he just looked like I uh, just sort of shit. I would hate to be in the dressing rooms after that. <laughs> that's right. What were you saying last week about you know you started the the pestilence, mate? This week he's probably opened up you know the seven seals of the apocalypse. He's probably opened up the second <laughs> the second seal. He probably would have turned the after game beers into blood or something like that. But the trouble with Peyton is he wouldn't know the words to close the seals. So he'd just <laughs> yes. be opening all these seals and they'd just be, you know, causing yeah, mayhem. But look, um, shit, I thought the Cowboys were better than that. I did. Yeah. I really did. Well, At home, you know. I told you that stadium is shit. That There's a curse on that stadium. <laughs> you got it in for that place, eh? Now I knew they yeah. were in trouble. Is it if Aaron Woods can score in close range yeah. and go through yes. three players, I thought, fuck, that's yeah. it. Game That's over, it. but they yeah. they fought back. They just started slowly. They fought back, but it was there wasn't enough time. What about Felt? Do you see that cheeky try, that second try that he scored? He scored about yeah, two yeah. tries in about five or ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> that was unbelievable. Cheeky little try. But then we saw another example of this debacle with the um the penalties and the high shots. Oh. You know, Robson he did that um he crouched low to def- to actually make the the tackle. Yeah. And the, the attacker fell into it. Yeah. Like it was completely accidental. Yeah. Like if he stood upright, it would have been a tackle around the hips. Like they have to yeah. get a bit more of an understanding the the refs, well, you know what I mean? Well, the refs have come out today. Um, uh, what's his name? Ansley? Is it Ansley? Ansley, I, yeah. I can't remember. Who, who the, yeah. Well, he's Ansley. come out today and he said they're refining the high shot, right? So what they've come up with is – could the player have done anything more to avoid the oh, outcome good. of the tackle? That's good. That's good. That's good. But it's still – it's subjective. Yeah, you know is, what I mean? But it's at subjective. Least but at least they're identified yeah. that that could be an issue, which is good, you know, but they'll have to refine it a bit more. But that's good. That's good. But Cronulla yeah, now, well, is that – Yeah, it's, it's a bit subjective, I think. Yeah, it's still it's, subjective. You know, you, you, know, you, need, you need a um, – you need a chart. You need like a medical chart with all yeah. like um, medical. You know, they just go to NRL hospital, get the medical <laughs> chart. It's got all the names of all the Latin names of um, the body parts, and they <laughs> say, you know, you can't tackle below the umbla bagarla. You know, <laughs> and who's going over this chart? Which which uh, esteemed doctor? Is it going to be Dr. Dugan that's going over this or, or Dr. Sammy Bacco that's going to go over this Dr. Chart? Sammy Bacco. <laughs> yeah, it has to be Sammy yeah, Bacco. It was, it was meant to be Dr. Dugan, but he got injured on the way there, so um, <laughs> he, he couldn't yeah. make it. Well, Sammy Bacco, hands of a surgeon, neurosurgeon, Sammy Bacco, he yeah. can go over it. He'll be able to handle that. But, yeah, that's Cronulla. That's, is that three wins in a row for them? Yeah. 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 They, they, are they top eight? I haven't, I haven't looked at the latest. Why are you asking there? me, man? <laughs> you should be doing research, eh? You, you, you said you were the research guy. Mate, the, the research. You said you yeah. were the stats guy. I never said I was going to be good at it. <laughs> yeah, well, you're certainly not that. <laughs> uh, Panthers versus Roosters. Panthers 38, Roosters 12. Now, this game re- just really made me think it's, it's a, such a two-horse race. Uh, Panthers and Storm and everyone else. You know what it is? Panthers and Storm are the heavyweight contenders and everyone else are the undercards. 
of the, yeah, at the fight. That's, that's, that's all we right. are, the undercards. It's just now it's just working out which order of the undercards it's going to be, you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm fearful that we're going to be, you're going to be, the, you're going to be the fight before the big fight. And I think we've gone down to probably the, the, the second, the third fight before the big fight. But, yeah, well, look, mate, the Penrith, yeah, yeah, look look at the Roosters. Like you said, I, I reckon they are a top four contender, aren't they? They still put up a bit of a fight. Yeah, they did. They did. They've just been, they've just been like. Um, decimated. You know, yeah, decimated. Decimated by They're still trying. Yeah, they're just yeah, still yeah. decimated. But they, they were, that was 12-6 at the start. Then Takiyaho, another debacle, disgrace of a Simbin. He yeah, went off. That, and then Penrith. That was a joke. Well, and then it yeah, just turned around. But we knew Penrith were going to, you know, run over him at the end. But that, yeah. that was a good leg up. They scored a few tries while he was off. Yeah. And um, that was it. They just, yeah, they just, like and you Cleary said. And Cleary just, just keeps good. getting better and better. Yeah, yeah, Cleary. Bastard. Yep, mate, the fucking. See, Toto acts like a five-year-old. <laughs> I, I just, I, uh, he acts like a five-year-old. I just can't handle him. Yeah, him and Luai, those those handshakes yeah. that they do. Jesus yeah. Christ. It, even his yeah, hairstyle. You know, there'd, there'd be heaps of dumb cunts in the game, that fans, that would be going, they're on real late. They're so funny. Have you <laughs> yeah. seen that shit they post? Oh, my God. No, no. I can't. Of I them can't singing their singing songs and doing they're, they're just the like the bed stuff. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're like teenage girls. That's what yeah. they're like. Even the hairstyles are like that. Yeah. Good players, though. Well, mate, <laughs> but, unbelievable. Yeah. I think um, Blocker was saying, he goes, well, one of the forwards was saying, mate, as, as a forward, how happy would you be to have Toto in your side? Like he's like another prop. He does that, yeah, you know, that first or second hit up and the yeah. forwards can take their time coming back because they know he's going to make so much yardage. Yeah, yeah he's, he's, he's hard to tackle too. Yeah, and he ducks. He's already low to the ground, and he ducks so people are, you know, swinging and they're doing air swings because he's ducking under the, their arms. He's a good player. And I, I thought, like I said, I thought he was going to buckle at origin level, but, mate, he just took it in his stride. Knights 10, Warriors 6. Jeez, Mitchell Pierce made a difference, man. Yeah, he did. He, did. he really made a difference, that guy. Like, I mean, you know, he say what you him. like. Say what you like about Pierce, and I I hate him, but he's a professional. When he gets out on the field, he knows how to lead a team around, doesn't he? Yeah, oh well, yeah, he's very experienced. He's he's certainly yeah. influence. And um, what about the the score? The lowest scoring game for the year it was like a refreshing change to see. It was like the old days. That's I it. was actually I was Even actually the sitting there. I was actually sitting there thinking. Um, you know, how good is it not to see so many tries? I'm sick yeah. of seeing tries. Yeah, that's right. That's right. It felt like a 1980s game. It was dark. It was cold. Okay, Saturday, Dragons 22, Raiders 20. Fucking Jesus, hell. man. I thought well, Raiders got to up to a quick lead. I thought they were going to win this, you know. I thought um, – I just thought they're going to do it, you know. They have to do it. This is their season basically on the line. This is really their grand final. They're going to do it. And I was – I just had this 
perverted pleasure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when, they, when they got beaten, you know. That's the perfect way to sum it up exactly. Now, you, you could see, like, when I think Saints scored near the end of the first half and that little thing in my head said, okay, here we go. That's <laughs> it. It's it. You know, they're going to come back and they're going to win it. And that's exactly how it panned out. But they have lost so many games, Canberra, leading and leading convincingly. And in the second half, they just capitulate. It's terrible. What happened to the two the two week rebuild that the boys were talking about? <laughs> it's gone to water. And against Saints too. You know what I mean? It was against Saints. It wasn't. Yeah. Um, I mean, Saints are uh, you know a mid level team. Yeah. So and, and Canberra were touted as being top four. Shit, yeah. they were in the grand final. Two years ago. Well, that's right. Well, a lot of people were saying they're going to make it this year in the grand final. That's right, yeah. <laughs> did you see uh, the centre, Chris, when he scored that try for Canberra, he did that really weird try celebration. It was like an angry wog. He, like, slapped his thigh. <laughs> <laughs> did you notice that? He went crazy. What do you Sloan. fucking say? Yeah, exactly. What are you fucking saying? You and fucking Sloan. touch my car, man? <laughs> what about Sloan, the, the fullback? There's a great Cinderella story, the... For St. George. 84 kilos. That is super light. There seems to be a Cinderella story every fucking week. They the should cin- have Cinderella round. Yeah, that's right. With a, a Cinderella story that relates to a parent that has been or is in jail. He's another one. <laughs> his, his dad had him at 16. I think both wow. parents were in and out of jail. I don't know if they still are. And his um, grandmother, you see his grandmother in the crowd, she basically raised yeah. him. Yeah, awesome stories. Mate, the way he spoke, he's such a good kid. Very mature, obviously, with what he's been through. But the champion, they they reckon he's been running the household since since he was eight. Yeah, that's right. That's right. They reckon he's peachy-like. He's got that smooth, graceful um, gait about him. Good player. Saturday, Storm 66, Tigers 16. Jesus, can you believe that first half, that was unbelievable. Man, I went to I went to the toilet. I went to the dunny to take a piss and came back and they'd scored 40 points. Yeah, that was a long piss. <laughs> oh, mate, the fallout from that, Jesus Christ, the fallout from that. Did you hear that Madge didn't talk to the team at halftime, just turned around and walked out? Yeah, yeah. So he should have. And- you yeah. shouldn't have even and, walked into the fucking thing. And Kenty was saying, um, Kenty was saying, good on him. You know, good on him for doing that. These guys, they're adults. You know, you turn up to a job playing, you know, you're getting paid 500 grand a week and you blah, 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 blah. And he was, he was arguing with Buzz. Buzz said, oh, he should have said something, Kenty. He should have said something. And uh, Kenty's going, no, you don't say anything, blah, 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 blah. And then, and then Buzz get, got him right at the end. Buzz looked at him and went, Kenty, you should have said to him exactly what you just said. And Kenty just looked at him like really surprised. Like, <laughs> you should have done the Anderson you, technique. The, the old paramedic coach, when he's coaching the Warriors, they were down, I don't know, it was like 20 to 2 at halftime against whoever they were playing. He walked in, he just pointed to every play, said, you're fucked, you're fucked, you're <laughs> fucked, went around to all 17 players and walked out. Lo and behold, second half they won. That's what he should have done. But the, yeah, sure, fuck. 
can you believe the Tigers, they spent that week in Noosa, in camp. Yeah. Like, fucking, that's where the rich and successful stay. The Tigers are neither. What the fuck was he thinking? He, mate, if I was Madge, I would have had him in staying in some motor inn reserved for hookers and winos. Even after the performance they put in last week against Parra, they missed 48 tackles and against so Parra. And this is where you're going to be. This is where you're going to be if you don't start performing soon because no one, <laughs> no one's going to sign you. That's right. And, you know, either that or you're going to be digging holes in Ipswich with That's Kevin. That's it. You'll be playing for fucking Ipswich Jets on a pint of Coke and you'll have to, to supplement that pie and Coke contract, you're going to have to dig ditches. Mate, that would but, you know, the shit it, out of them. But it still, it just makes me sick when I see Storm and Penrith doing this shit week after week. It's like there's no hope for the rest of us. <laughs> injuries. You know? Injuries. Yeah, but to have in- injuries, with injuries, you're going to have to have three key players yeah. injured from each team. But the thing you're going to have to have. With Penrith, you can see them. They struggled when Origin, those Origin games, right? They lost two games. The Storm, they don't lose. I they know. had like, yeah, they just don't lose. <laughs> next know. man up and they, they're unbelievable. Their next string players are, are great. Except for John's son. Like I, I, I've seen him a couple of times, the 5'8". He's deplorable. But he's a good bloke. I think that's why he's there. He's like the coy jester. He's, I think he's there because he's uh, – is his name Cooper? Is it Cooper? Yeah, Cooper. It's Cooper. Yeah, that's why. You know Jack who he's Sullivan. named after, don't you? <laughs> Cronk. Cooper Cronk. Oh, oh that's, an, that's another rumour that's hit the um, the airwaves tonight, eh? Has it? <laughs> You've just created it. I don't it. know. I just made it up. Oh, I, was, <laughs> I, was, I, I thought you'd heard something about it. <laughs> no, no, no well, but it's just – look. His joke is that Gidley is the dad because he doesn't really look like him. Gidley. Fucking yeah. hell. <laughs> if I ever hear that name again, it'll be too soon. Yeah, um, yeah no, look, it, it's just fucking Storm, Panthers. Let's just get it over with. Let's have the grand final next <laughs> week for fuck's sake. Let's fast forward. Yeah. Okay, Sunday. Eels 36, Bulldogs 10. My God. <laughs> Mate, the Dogs, they they performed well in the first half, but we were terrible in the first half. We were dropping the ball. They just, we had no intensity. And it all changed when, I think mean, you sent the message, who's the fucking dumbest footballer in NRL? Napa. <laughs> Napa, yeah. <laughs> he just, you Did know, you see that? That was deplorable. The guy was he leaned just into like, it. He leaned into yeah, it. Like yeah. he, you could see that he was trying to pass him. Okay, it was close, but then he actually leaned into it. Didn't attempt to catch it. Leaned he into it. Did, so he didn't know him. what was happening. He didn't know what was happening. That was the problem. It was all happening too fast for him. Yeah, yeah, mate. But yeah, we we're fucking mate. Yeah, again, another weak team we played, and we ended up, you know, being too strong in the second half. You know what? One thing stood out: Nick Meany. He's not a bad football player, but he looks like a sixteen-year-old private school kid. Looks like a debating champion. He looks completely out of place. <laughs> Good, I like that. I like that. <laughs> it's refreshing. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it just he just looks out of place. You know, they reckon the players they probably lock him in the in the dressing room after the game. You know, he's the token nerd or something. But he's actually not a bad player. I think um, 
the Storm might be trying to get him. So that says a lot, you know, they can identify good players. But yeah, they yeah, just well, the they Storm are trying to get him. Yeah, but they just um yeah, the dogs they just lack the class, you know, they they try hard. Um yeah, we were, we were solid. The young kid for Para, um, Russell, he scored two tries right at the end, which is which is good. But um, mate, he's like super light. You know, he's not gonna. He's no Sevo, that's for sure. Fergo, in terms of running it back, he's got to put on a bit of weight. He's only like eighteen or nineteen. But I think we're just blooding a couple of kids now because you know it's in the middle of the year. We're playing weaker teams, but it's. Like you said, Melbourne, Penrith, let's get to September. The same thing with Prowl. Let's just get to September and let's see what we can produce. I'll tell you what's going to happen to you guys. You guys are going to go one, two out like you <laughs> like, always do. Like we, like we, we always do. We will, go, we will go lose the first one, we'll win the second one, and then lose the third one. So we'll lose week three. We'll, we'll be hard? in at one more game. What's more heartbreaking, you reckon? Well, it's so predictable, it's not even heartbreaking <laughs> anymore. The heartbreaking yeah. is extended for another week in your case. I will go for that yeah. because we don't even make the third week. We're always one, two out the door, like you said. Look, you know what? Coming third and fourth this year is, isn't good. It's not good. You're better off coming fifth and sixth. Hello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you're, no, <laughs> because if I'm, you're fifth, if you're fifth, you come fifth. You've got a home game. Yeah, you're yeah, going to win do. week one because you're playing eight. You know, you're probably going to win week one. And you're playing eight. You go into the next game a winner. And does that also mean? And it's not as hard as a game. You're like if we play, if we play Melbourne. First game down at Melbourne. It's going to be a tough game. It's going to be hard. We're going to lose by two points like we always do. And next week we'll be smashed up. May as well win, have an easy game at home week one, and, you know, see what you can do after that. And then you're playing exactly. So it's the reverse. You're playing, if you you win your game, you're fifth and sixth, you're playing the team that's been beaten up by Penrith or the Storm. You're playing them at their home, but they're all beaten up. Their confidence is down. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So my my call, I'm calling out to South to lose a couple (laughs) of games so we get to fifth place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll do the same for Para. I just want us to play again. I want to redeem what happened last year in our game. Mate, we waited 20 years for it to happen, and we're probably going to have to wait another 20 years. (laughs) Can you imagine if we got in the grand final? Fucking oh, my hell. God, man. I'd be so stoked. I would be we, so stoked because we would we've got have the to wood be, over you guys. We would have to be physically separated for a week. Do you reckon we'd be able to watch the game together? Well, I'd, I'd be fine because I'd be the one that was winning. You'd be the one that would be <laughs> cursed. Remember that time we went to a game? Uh, it wasn't that long ago. It was only a couple of years ago. We went to a game and – you guys were beating us at halftime, and I'd basically talked you into that you'd won the game. Yeah. And then when, then when we came back and won, you were fucking filthy, filthy and you turned around and said, you said we were going to fucking win. And I'm, going, <laughs> I'm, I'm standing up going, glory, glory to you. Oh, fucking cunt, you said we were going to win. <laughs> I remember another time we went to the game, but for some reason we weren't sitting together. 
and we'll both be negative. You know how I was saying before, when we were younger, we used to be both always positive about our teams. My team's going to smash yours and all this kind of shit. And yeah, then we yeah, got yeah. over 35, I don't know, something fucking happened, and we both got super negative. You know, we'd say, no, nah, your team's going to win, your team's going to win. And I remember in this game, we didn't sit together, and we met up at the end of the game, para one, and the first thing you said to me, you ran up to me, you said, you can't fucking say anything. You can't gloat because you said you're going to lose. <laughs> you remember uh, but not only did you say you're going to lose, you're going to say, we're fucked, man. We <laughs> are fucked. If you don't put fucking 50 on us, we're yeah. fucking shit. And, uh, and what I saw, you didn't see what I saw. When you were saying that, you had your back turned to the paramobile <laughs> and those three fat Hauso chicks with the para jumpers on, dancing, going, we're Paramount, we'll win the cap. <laughs> I was going to join them. I know, you're fucking, you <laughs> fucked one of them, didn't you? Oh, my God. You I did. Can't, I can't erase can't. that out of my eyes now. That's, well, mate, because I remember what they look like. For you to say that, oh, I'm not going <laughs> to sleep tonight now. Oh, but you did. I'm sure you did, yeah, man. Did. I'm sure yeah, I did, you did. Man. Yeah, I did. I'm yeah, sure I did. you did. I'm sure I saw you, you hop in, in the your, car. <laughs> I'm sure I saw fantasies. you hop, hop <laughs> in the paramobile, and yeah. then you just turned around and looked at me and like shrugged your shoulders, <laughs> and then it, it parked around the corner. And yeah. um, David said to me, "Let's go fucking look, eh?" So we went around and just saw this big fucking. Fat ass just going up and down, and you in the back seat going. I was going to say, I love you, eh? (laughs) Mate, that's what a win does to you. It's like like I was drunk. (laughs) Blind you. Yeah, I was like drunk, you know, I didn't know what I did the next day. I was so high on on the win. It was like a drug. So I can't be held responsible for what happened. All right. Seagulls 56, Titans 24. Now, look, before you say anything, you put the reverse mocker on Ruben Garrick. I know. I was gonna, I was <laughs> you were saying say he the was the most thing. inept player in rugby league. What did he score? Four tries? Four tries. Well, ever Four since. Four tries. Ever since he's I been on that. fire ever yes. since that day you said that. That that goes back to when that that day when you said you know who the biggest slut in the world is. I said who, yeah. and you went Lady Di, and she was dead in two days. That's right. I got a unique gift, haven't I? <laughs> Fucking hell! If only no, you yeah, could yeah. use it for goodness, for, yeah, or to win the lotto or something. But um, yeah, I compared him to Chuck Heron and Eon Crossan, and then after that, maybe he heard the. I know we've got a lot of fans out there, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> he, must have, he must have heard what I said. It's gone back and he's taken it as like a personal insult. And he goes, I'll show this fucking Keefe cunt. <laughs> and, he, and he has. He's been unbelievable. He's fucking, mate. Well, he scored 28 points. Yes. 28 Freak. fucking points. What about Turbo, man? Like three tries, four try assists. He's just toying with the opposition. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. 48 unanswered points in the second half. There's your Toyota Cup again. And they were leading too. The Gold Coast were leading. Yeah. You know, yeah. They, they put on a quick 24 points. Yeah. Walker. And uh, I, I saw Turbo's interview and he said, he said, you know, at halftime we thought if we can keep them to 24, 
You know, we've got enough points to get over. <laughs> I mean, that that was unheard of back in the yeah, day. I know. You know, yeah. if we can keep them to 24. Yeah. Well, 48 unanswered points in a, in a second half. That's unheard of. It's crazy. Fucking bullshit, Mike. It is. What about fucking, I was looking at the blood nut park and I'm going, fucking, where have I seen this guy before? Where have I seen him before? And I thought about it. If you fucking, if you shaved a horseshoe into his head, that's groundskeeper Willie from The Simpsons. <laughs> he's identical. He's he probably, is, you're right. Yeah, he he's is. probably as ripped as him too. Where Once he started growing the beard, I'm going, fuck, I've seen this guy before. Well, the Broncos, as we predicted are in um, dire straits, my friend. Yes, they're in – there's a player revolt. They're in big trouble. Did you, did you read some of that article, that big two-page spread in the television? I don't read the paper, man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, they, they said um, – <laughs> yeah, They said um, they find him awkward. Like when he's yeah. – they, 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 They're not comfortable. And not only that, not only do they find him awkward, they so they go up to him and they ask him stuff and they don't get the they don't get their answers. He said he just talks about all this superficial shit and they walk away thinking, well, he didn't even answer my question. Yeah. Man, I reckon they can't look him in the eye because fucking you can't trust a man with no eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I love the guy. I love Kevy, but yeah. he's not the sharpest tool in the shed, is he? Well, I don't know. That, that's the thing. He's the court jester, you know. He's always mucking around. I, that's I don't that's think, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. It's I, good I, to have him as a court jester. Yeah. You know, but to have him as the king. Yeah. Fuck. That's right. I don't think he's got that makeup to be an NRL coach. You know, probably gets away with it, state of origin level, three games. They are yeah. just, it always seemed a bit odd that they selected him. Especially at the Broncos too, you know, you don't want a rookie coach and a guy with that kind of a background and character. It seems well, a bit we, odd. Well, we know, man. We all know that it's um, the boys, jobs for the boys. We know that. Why yeah. Why would have Freddie got selected when his large, last coaching tenure was a wooden spoon? <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, Gus? it's jobs, jobs for the boys. Yeah, yeah. And, and now, he's come out. Did you hear he's come out, Kevin's come out and said uh, he let Reese Walsh go? Why he let Reese Walsh go? Reese Walsh was on 60 grand. Right. He was on like 60 it. grand at the Broncos. He let him go. The Warriors, you know what he's on at the Warriors? 100. He's on 100 grand at the Warriors. But he let he him say, go, he said, because, go on. No, I was going to say, yeah, what, why did he say he let him go? Well, he let him go because he said, we've got too many young guys. Oh, we've got too many kidding. young guys. He goes, do you know how many young guys I've seen, we've signed, you know, that are 18 and nothing happens? That's his excuse. Fucking pack your bags now, son. If I heard that, if I was a CEO and I heard that explanation about him, I'd say pack your bags, son, and go, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. The kid's an absolute freak. And now they've brought in Benny Eichen as yeah. football manager, which yeah. is, for me, that's really sad news because he's leaving 360 and he's the only thing I like about 360 at the moment. Yeah, that's right. We're having a quick little chat before him. We're devastated. You yeah. said he's been there 10 years. That's, I don't know. Yeah. It's, who are they going to 
Phil in his boots. I don't really I think bet, there's I anyone bet, out there. I bet you they get Hadley. I, look, I'd be happy. No. I'd be happy with Alexander. I like Alexander. I think yeah. Alexander would do a good job. Anyone else, you know, I, I just can't just can't see it. I agree. Ale- Alexander would be good. He'd be good. Yeah, but Iken's always been the voice of reason. You know, yeah, he's always been yeah. the voice of reason, and he's he's a good choice for a football manager because he's calm and he's measured and he's intelligent. He's very intelligent. You can tell he's very intelligent. Yeah, he's you know? smart, but yeah, he's he's going to no doubt say his favourite little line. He's going to say something like. Um, we have to enter the the marketplace, you know. When he's always talking about players, business, he's, yeah, he's always he's yeah. always using the business, business terminologies speak. and stuff yeah. like that. <laughs> the CEO is going to slap him in the head when he says something like that. But yeah, well, he said, to, yeah, he said tonight there's winning in the walls. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's a typical icon little phrase, isn't it? They're going to have to bring a priest. It's like <laughs> having spirits in your walls. Yeah, you yeah. have to bring a priest to. And form a, do an exorcism to bring the winning out. That's it. That's it. So that'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. So he's actually his last show on 360 is on Wednesday. That's on fucking Wednesday. not enough time. He should have had to give like two months' notice or something so <laughs> yeah. we can get our heads around this shit. Well, he should have done. Fucking... The, yeah, he should have done the season, the end of the season. Yeah, yeah. we'll fucking do both jobs. He's probably only going to do like a 20-hour week or something as football manager. What's he going to be doing? It's not going to take, it's going to take up too much time. I'll tell you what, it must be pretty good coin for him to leave um, the hosting position on Fox League's premier show. Exactly. And no, and no yeah, stress he'd be on good money there. I mean, they fly him. Um, from Queensland every week and fly him back and put him up in hotels and, and shit. And he works you know? fucking three days a week. Yeah. He works three days a week for a couple of hours at night. He, so, yeah, so he's, he, he's in the hotel down in Sydney for three nights of the week. He's got the best life in the world. He's away from the young family, he can get a good night's sleep and shit, hang out with his mates. <laughs> He only has to work like a football manager has to work twelve months of the year, basically, because you know off season all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but yeah. his work is probably going to be on the golf course. <laughs> yeah, he'll yeah, fucking. I reckon we should uh, sign Racy Walsh back if we can. <laughs> he, he loves his golf too, but yeah, that, that's true. I didn't think about that. I reckon he's like a patient of Broncos man, so he wants to turn him around. It's going to look good on the resume. His goal yeah. is to be CEO one day, so. Yeah, we'll see how it. Uh, and he he was saying um, they asked him. They said, "Are you going to be in charge of um, player management? You know, buying buying the players and whatever." And he said, "Or oh, is it going to be Kevy?" And he said, "Well, that hasn't been discussed yet, so it's going to be him." <laughs> yeah, that's know? right. That's right. He's been already a politician. <laughs> yeah. What about um, Kenty? Our good mate Kenty, old agenda Kenty. Like, how did you hear him earlier in the week when the all the stuff about Radley? And he fucking said with a straight face that Radley got kicked off the plane for laughing. Please. Yeah. Can you believe yeah. that? Even Hadley yeah. said, mate, I've been on a lot of planes and I've never seen anyone get kicked off for laughing. And he yeah. even looked embarrassed when he was saying it, you know? Yeah. So we all so we already knew he was um you know, he's Uncle Nick's polite. bitch. Yeah, yeah. And we know he's Valandi's bitch. So, man, yeah. there's a common thread here, man. I reckon he's, he's 
I've heard too on the, the grapevine with my background that he's pledged his devotion to both and to prove it, he's going to convert to Greek Orthodox. He's going to become a, a Greek Orthodox. <laughs> so in the coming weeks, man, we'll probably see him on the show with jet black dyed hair and you'll be having the worried beads on the 360 desk. Man, I even saw him last week hanging out with the old Greeks down at the Kingsford Castro Legion Club having a Turkish coffee. That's how much oh he's embracing God. the Greek lifestyle, man. I, nah, the Greeks wouldn't let him, man. <laughs> yeah. uh, but is it going to be like, remember when I went to um, your daughter's christening? Yeah. And what were they saying? What were they saying to the godmother? They were saying, do you spit on the devil or something? Do you renounce? Yeah, do you renounce the devil? And Three times. Yeah, do you, yeah she, oh, I renounced the devil, I renounced the devil. And they made it spit and went, tut, 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 tut. <laughs> and then right. I went up to her later, the godmother later, and I said, do you really renounce the devil? And she looked at me like I was Satan. <laughs> she went, oh, well, my God. Well, I, I told her beforehand that you were, so she's probably scared. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, he's gonna, if he's going to be fedding up about the whole thing, he's got to lodge a dodgy compo claim for an accident on the 360 death. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got to renounce fit. Satan on 360 <laughs> and, and spit. And yeah, then we'll, 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 yeah, we'll embrace him with open arms. Yeah. And, 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 he can and be an honorary wog. Yeah, that's it. What about Sammy Burgess, your your um, your champion from um, South? What about this? You, Love you, know, you, Sammy. Sammy. You know that um, SAS show? You actually oh, watched yeah. that. You reckon it's pretty good. Who? You weren't you saying that you watched the last season or something? You, no, you watched I've never a couple watched of one episode of it, man. <laughs> oh, really? I'm confusing uh, you with somebody else. But anyway, yeah. So on this Kenty. show, yeah, please, not yet. He's not. We haven't brought him into the fold yet. But um, yeah, on this show, I think they have SAS instructors and they've got all these celebrities, and you got to prove to be the best SAS, um, whatever they're fucking called. So, soldier. Yeah, soldier. So the best one wins, right? So in one of the episodes, they're saying that Burgess has choked out an SAS instructor. Yeah. Can you fucking believe that? I can believe that. It's, <laughs> it's it. Big Sammy, man. I know. They, they were in the episode, he goes, him and some others were kidnapped. So they're in a car driving 100 k's down a fucking road. And he goes, it took matters into his own hands. He ordered another contestant. <laughs> he ordered the other contestant that was also kidnapped to pull the handbrake. Burgess reached over and put the, sh- the soldier into a headlock, choking him out before climbing into the driver's seat and taking the world. What a fucking legend! Well, that's <laughs> a hero, man. That's, that's fucking. <laughs> they should that's... stop the show now. Just go, mate. You have won. I have to watch that episode. I have to watch that episode. <laughs> and he used to do that shit when we were when he was playing for us. Uh, one of the rest. He was doing moves. shit like that in 2014. He, he was, was putting guys in chokeholes, grabbing them on the handbrakes. Back in the back in the old days, eh? When you could do all that shit. But they, yeah, they actually right. had to call. They had to actually call an ambulance for this guy. Can you imagine <laughs> if they had the rules now in 2014 when? Sam got hit in the cheekbone, he would have been off. He wouldn't have passed the HIA. He wouldn't have come back. Yeah, you're right. Fucking hell. And a legend, a legendary performance that's in rugby league folklore would never have existed. Exactly. Jesus Christ. I never put it in that into that context. Exactly. They would have denied a legendary story, you know? Yeah. Would yeah, have denied that's... the game a legendary story, something that will go down on history, something they 
still talk about today and they'll talk about forever. You know, it's like yeah. Sattler's broken jaw. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Shit. Jesus Christ. I think we've got to tell Volandis about that yarn. He's going to change everything straight away. <laughs> <laughs> what about our, our good mate Stuart, Ricky Stewart, you know, with the oh, other loss again? And there was another fuck. big story that, that this what? week with um, Williams. Williams came out in the paper, front page in the paper saying, you know, I went to his house at the Christmas party, invited me over to his house. I considered him to be a good friend. Then I started pouring my heart out saying that I'm mentally I'm not well. He sent him a message saying, mate, I can't, I can't make it this week, the training. He basically said he couldn't play. Um, <laughs> Stuart basically said no problems and the, day, the next day it sucked. They go, mate, that, that's psychopath behaviour. I overlooked yeah, it that's, up. It, yeah. Yeah, it is, it is. I looked it up. It's inability to distinguish between right and wrong, difficulty showing <laughs> remorse or empathy, tendency to lie often and manipulating to hurt others. They go, that, mate, that's, 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 did that's you sticky. Tick all of the above for him? Yep, I went tick, tick, tick. Psychologist in me said tick, tick, tick. But did I have... Um, um, Inability to accept the blame and yes. always blames others. It did. It did. It did. Exactly, mate. All right, man. I reckon he treats his suckings like murders. Man, I reckon he stole that overhead projector from Para. He's created like a little secret basement dungeon in his house. And before he sucked <laughs> Williams, he wrote his name on the fucking projector in permanent marker and said, you're sucked, son. He did like a demented laugh. Now I reckon he's got fucking paper clippings of all the plays that he sucked all over the walls in his room with fucking X's all over it. It's like a serial killer movie. The guys are you know fucking, what? I, he's a I like it. <laughs> I like it because it's real. <laughs> That's it. I That's like it. it. You can make a great movie out of that. You can go, yeah, and yeah. you know who you get to play Sticky? Who's that? Right. Matty Nable. Oh, Matty Nable would be perfect. Yeah, that, he just that dyes his be... hair black and. It'd be like Snowtown. Yeah. <laughs> Better than Snowtown. <laughs> For our overseas followers, do you want to explain the movie Snowtown? You, you... Snowtown's about the body in the barrels killings uh, by a demented serial killer. It's a true story in Australia. And there was a movie <laughs> based on it called Snowtown. You should check it out. Check out this movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. Um, it's a Duke and Keefe recommendation. <laughs> well, we just... give it five cunts. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, oh, I think we've got another movie in the making here. This one about Sticky Stewart. What's the title of this film? Um, fucking hell. <laughs> I'll put you on the spot. No, nah, but I reckon, mate, that's all dead set. If somebody was to break into his house, you'd find a trap door to a basement and you're going to see that overhead, that famous overhead projector, and you're going to see all the players from the past, the Roosters, Cronulla, Para, Canberra, on the walls. <laughs> and he's going to cut out fucking, you know, when they cut out the letters and shit to spell out names or, yeah. like, you know. He's going to have them all spelt wrong. Yeah, backward R's. He's going to somehow Backward R's and shit, yeah. 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 So that's, that's my slant on Sticky Stewart. Well, I can't say that I disagree there. <laughs> I can't oh. say I disagree. So if, you know, um, 
We got any feds listening? <laughs> Maybe you want to go to Sticky's place and check out Keefe's call. There's your and tip this, off. this is all alleged, by the way. Alleged, alleged. Sorry, yeah. But there's your there's your tip off. Alleged tip <laughs> off. Yeah. And what about mate? We didn't even mention beanies for brain cancer round. Yeah, Mark Hughes. What an absolute legend, eh? He is a legend, man. He's a Absolutely. legend, and he's a happy guy too. Yeah, you know? that, that's that's why he's a legend. Like, yeah. fuck, can you imagine us if we went through that shit? Oh, mate, I would have been dead. <laughs> I would have been dead. I told you about my um, one of my uncles. Uh, the doctor said to him, "You've probably got at the most you got three years to live," and he died three years on the day. <laughs> on the day he was told. Mate, that's the fucking... The Couldn't live one day mind, past eh? the day he was fucking told. <laughs> that's the power of the mind. I eh? take after my uncle. Mate, no, I, I would have died ages ago. If they said to me, oh, you got you got brain cancer, I just would have fallen on the ground, pissed and shit myself. <laughs> I would have had to... I would have been crying. They would have taken me out. They'd have me heavily medicated. I'd be so medicated, I'd probably... Be in bed, I'd eat a drumstick, I'd fucking choke on it and fall asleep and die. <laughs> I would have driven myself out the botany, got the fucking <laughs> shovel and started digging the hole for myself <laughs> and thrown myself in there. And I would have said to the dude, the groundsman, go, give us a fucking hand here, champ. Throw the sand on me. <laughs> give her a kick in the guts. <laughs> I, would have just, I would have just gone belly up. But that, and yeah, not only that, that man, he's like, a champion, man. No, no that he's so positive. And, yeah. he, you know, he's climbed Mount Kilimanjaro, Everest. We can't even fucking climb Mount Druitt. And this guy with that <laughs> sickness, man, he's doing stuff like that. He's unbelievable. No cure whatsoever. Oh, mate, he's a legend. He's an a absolute, legend. An absolute legend. And, a legend. Um, and, and he raised $4 million. Yeah. He raised yeah. Four, there was some, some family, I didn't catch their name, but it was some family business that oh, donated yes. a million yeah. bucks. In North, Do you know who that was? Oh, I, I didn't catch their name, but they're based in North Queensland, but I think they're originally from Newcastle. Yeah, now, yeah that's, that's very bucks. nice of them, isn't it? Well, it's, yeah, it's amazing. Great, great cause. Maybe they've been affected by it too, who knows. But, yeah, awesome cause. And Carl Webb, yeah. did you see Carl Webb tonight? No, I didn't see him. Fuck, right at the end of 360. You know, he's got motor neuron disease. Oh, fuck. Yeah, they, they interviewed him. He, mate, he didn't look good. He looks so skinny. His face is full of like uh, pimples. It might be all the steroids that they're pumping him. You know, like he just did not look good. But smoke neuron so well. diseases, it's the, the same worst. disease Stephen Hawking had. Yeah. So eventually, what happens is you just can't control anything in your body. Not yeah, any, yeah. nothing. That's okay. scary, man. That's scary. It's it is, fucking... man. My, my wife's um, Arnie had that. She goes, "It's the worst thing," and to see your loved one go. Be taken but, by that's it's it's pretty sad, man. But when you know, he was champion. he was a rugby league enforcer. That guy, yeah, an absolute. Beast. He was one of the hard men, one of the last of the hard men. You know, yeah, and a fucking a good boxer too. Apparently, yeah. I think that was back in the days of some stinks. People would just run them all. <laughs> he was yeah. He he played for Parra like at the back end of his career, but he was an absolute beast. He was a beast, man. Mm. He was unreal for Queensland. So, mate, all the best, Webby. All the best, man. Fuck. All, all the best. best. Champion. Stay strong. Yeah. And, um, all right. Origin. Oh, you got something else? 
No, I was going to say we've got a we've got Origin. Eh? There's only one game, the the Origin game. Oh, and the yeah, Origin. Origin. Um, couple of changes actually. Got a couple of changes to the Origin team. So what's happened is Reese Walsh has come in. Yeah, I, I like that call. It's, it's courageous. Yeah. It's courageous, yeah. but I reckon it's so that, that Yeah, that pushes Valentine Hones to the wing and Xavier Coates has been dropped. Andrew McCulloch comes in at hooker yeah. for Grant. He's Grant's a, injured, you know. He's a tackling machine. I reckon he's a yeah. good choice. He's, he's a veteran. Josh Papali'i returns from suspension in the front row. Um, and Francis Molo is handed a debut on the interchange bench. Yeah. They'll go better, but still, you, it's hard to see New South Wales lose. You know, they've just got too much class. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they, you know, New South Wales have lost Jake T, but he didn't do much last game. But, no. you know, they, and Crichton they've got Crichton in. and, um, yeah. He, he had a blinder last last um, Origin series. So or maybe look, Dale Finucane. Yeah. Look, it's at Suncorp, so I don't think they said Freddie's never won a game at Suncorp. But far out, you, you, oh, you break man a tip against New South look, Wales after that performance. Look, if you look at Queensland side, if you if you look at the Queensland side, I I would bet if they played, if they played the Panthers, I'd have my money on the Panthers. Yeah. <laughs> I really would. Yeah, 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 I know, I know. It's you yeah. know, it's it's not a team that fills you with a huge amount of confidence, and up against no. that New South Wales team, but Jesus. But you never know. But the Origin, spirit. yeah, Origin's a stage where miracles can happen. You know. Yeah, yeah but you need Bennett or fucking Fatty Vorton coaching you, not bloody Green. That's the problem. Did you did you hear Iken's story of when he uh, you remember when he got picked for Origin? He said he got picked for Origin. He went into the um, the hotel where they were all staying, and he was in the lift. And Fatty Vaughton, who was the coach at the time, Fatty was in there with uh, Wally Lewis or something. And um, he looked at him, and he said, "Oh, uh, excuse me." And they said, "Not now, kid. No autographs now." <laughs> and Eddie Gillis said, "I'm your yeah, halfback." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's the youngest ever um, debutant, isn't he? He's like debutant, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he, so they didn't even know who he was when he turned up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's and right. they won the series. Yeah, that's it. There you go. See, Fatty Vorden, super coach, Bennett, super coach. He was yeah. a fat so little kid. So this is the stage. You see, Iken back in the day was a chubby little thing yeah. when he was eighteen, chubby kid with freckles and that. So this is the stage, you know, origin is a stage where miracles can happen. I hope a miracle does happen. I'd love to have the third yeah. game not be a dead rubber. Yeah, you know? that's right. Like me and you, you know, we don't really give a shit. So no. we want to see it, you know, we want to see it exciting. It's in competition. Yeah, exactly. We it's don't want like to see Toyota Cup. Yeah, it's not like our team's playing where we want 50 nil every week for this. We want to see a close game. So hopefully it's a close game, but, yeah, I'm not – I'm not too Doubt confident. It. <laughs> yeah. I'm not too confident. All right, everyone. You've been listening to Professional Foul, a rugby league podcast. Make sure you follow us wherever you're listening. That way you won't miss out on an episode. Other good podcasts, uh, Balls Out No Flops and Duke and Leon School of Life. 
And, wow, only one game this weekend. How are we going to get through it? How are we going to get through it? Well, Listen to us. We complain when there's like <laughs> fucking eight games and then yeah. we complain when there's one game. We just like to complain. Yeah. <laughs> we just well, have to pretend it's like it's, summer. Yeah, that's it. Oh, except in summer we go <laughs> to the beach. down the beach. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. All right, everyone. Good night. Enjoy the origin and we will see you next week. Ha, ha, ha.